name is Salondra Awas. Today's date is April the 17th, 2020. My major is English with the teacher certification, grade level 7 and 12. Today I will be discussing about chapter 2, Prisms of Possibility, Introducing Multiple Perspectives. This chapter talks about introducing students to multiple per perspectives on a text. This chapter encourages teachers to show students how to see text in multiple perspectives when reading a book, text, short story, or essay. For example, the student will be introduced to a text and they will then read it. If the text is, for example, Humpty Dumpty, they will have to write and, exp and explain a part of that story using somebody else's perspective. We know this story is written in a third-person perspective, so then the student will write it in somebody else's perspective, like for example, Humpty Dumpty, an attorney, or the other people in the scene. This will help students see through somebody else's point of view and perspective. Every story has multiple perspectives, in, even though in many texts we only see the main character's point of view, which we know as the protagonist. Some books do decide to bring out the other characters' perspectives to life. We have, for example, the book Beowulf. When we read this book, it is told in Beowulf's point of view. Later then, another author decided to write this, the book named Grendel, which we know is the monster, and we see this book in the monster's point of view. These two books are great examples of multiple perspectives, and it's important to show students how to write stories using other characters' perspectives. I also decided to get four quotes from this chapter. The first quote says, We did it to demonstrate one very important point that the same story, even simpler stories such as Little Miss Muffet, can take on different meanings depending upon who is doing the telling. This is in page 21. This quote this quote is said by a teacher who is introducing multiple perspectives to their students. I like this quote because it brings out how important the different perspectives and stories can be. Even the smallest stories have different views from other people. Everyone's point of view is going to be different in the same story depending on how they view the actions. It's like the game telephone. The first person won't have the same sentence as the one in the middle and the last person. The second quote I got says, it encourages students to hold text up to the light, like a prism, just to see how many colors might be cast, or to return to the opening metaphor for the prologue. It introduces readers to a variety of tinted lenses through which they can view things differently. This is in page 26. This is one of my favorite quotes from the chapter because we all know prisms. When pointed to the light, they show many colors, and that's exactly what multiple perspectives do. They show the different colors of the characters in the story. Each character brings out their own perspective of the story. Like for example, if the story is told by a hero, the story can be retold by the bad guy so we can see his point of view of the story and his perspective of things. A prism is a great object to describe multiple perspectives because there's a prism of possibilities. The third quote I got is, Reader response clearly claims that the meaning of text changes from reader to reader that there is no single correct interpretation that is created by the transaction of the reader and text given our different backgrounds and orientations. This quote I got it from page 26. I like this quote because even though the students will be doing multiple perspectives from different characters, they choose to decide what the character will say regarding how they are in the story. For example, when doing the perspective of a villain, students can have different perspectives. Some students may say they have a reason to be mean, other students may say they were born mean and rebellious, and every student will have their own imagination and their own perspective on certain characters. Which is great because even though every student does the same, pers the same person, 
um, in the same character, there will be a variety of ideas from each student. Every student's point of view is also very different. The fourth quote that I got says, when teachers introduce literary theory into their literature classes, they invite students to construct both interpretive method and literary meaning into the student into the study of literature. I'm sorry. And this is in page 27. This quote is important because teachers in classes introduce literary theory and interpretation methods to their students so they can learn how to interpret text written and they can come up with the story to interpret. So this quote shows how students should know how to interpret the text they read and interpret and interpret it with their own knowledge and point of view. They go hand in hand. Each other in the students know every student should know the literary meaning of a text read so they won't so they will be able to interpret it. Um, I also did a section called strategies from chapter. The strategies I got from this page 19 and 20 from the book called introducing multiple perspectives. In this chapter, a teacher named Bob is introducing multiple perspectives to his students. He starts by making them read nursery rhymes and then he makes them write a section of the story in different person's perspective. For example, some students read Humpty Dumpty and wrote his story and view of the event in the attorney's point of view. I like this strategy because I think it's great at helping students view the story through different characters or person's point of view. It's great when students play with their literary lenses and take a different point, different points of the story. I will use this strategy by inviting my students to read the book *A Farewell to Arms* by Great, by Mr. Great Ernest Hemingway. In this activity, since the story is told by the perspective of Frederick, I will tell students to get into groups of three or four and write an essay retelling a scene from the story using Catherine's, the soldier's, or the nurse's point of view. These people mentioned also play a huge role in the book but their perspective or ideas are shadowed and not much told like Frederick's. So for example, in the scene when the head nurse uses, sees Catherine always walking into Frederick's room, what does she think? The students will learn to interpret the story using other characters' point of view instead of the main character, which is Frederick. After doing this, the class will then share all the different perspectives they wrote of all the other characters. Okay, so I really like this strategy because my students will be reading a book by Ernest Hemingway and it's called A Farewell to Arms. The main character of A Farewell to Arms is Mr. Frederick. Um, I would then put my students in groups and I would ask them to write a little short, um, pat, like a little short paragraph and tell them to explain this um, event or a little short event from the book in somebody else's point of view. So, for example, Catherine is also a very big character in the book, but not a lot of her ideas are told in the book. They're very shadowed. So I would make my students write the same little um, event in the story. I will make it right in somebody else's point of view. Okay, what the chapter taught me. I learned so much in this chapter about using multiple perspectives when reading text as well as how to input it in my classroom with my students. When I was in high school, none of my teachers ever gave me or my classmates any activity like this to do in multiple perspectives. I personally think this is a fun activity because you get to put yourself into the position of others in the story and create their perspective or event secure. It's like you have control over the story and the specific character's thoughts, which I personally think it's awesome and students will enjoy doing. This will also help students use their literary lenses and put themselves in other people's point of view to come out with a great story. As a future professional, this chapter 
taught me different ways on how to input and practice multiple perspectives with students, which I would totally be doing with my classroom. I really love this chapter because um, my teachers, like I mentioned, they never um, made me write a story using somebody else's multiple, using somebody else's per- perspective. And I think this is very fun because you can come up with your own creativity and your own imagination and do another story with somebody else's point of view. In conclusion, I'm glad the professor gave me this chapter because if I'm being honest, this was my favorite chapter to work on when I did my mentor text. I enjoyed this chapter because it brings out the importance of teaching students multiple perspectives, which is something a lot of teachers don't do. Doing this will help the students play with different point of views of people within the story. Most of the texts written only provide one person's point of view, so it's great to let students use their thoughts and literary lenses to create the point of view of others in the story. This will also help students get outside the box and stride a bit further away from what the story is about, bringing other important events or ideas into the story. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to my perspectives and thoughts on chapter two. On chapter two. Thank you.